might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. I would never do that. First of all, I would if never. You respect you, if you respect me, you'll fuck my wife. Huh? <laughs> what? That makes no sense, brother. That's my love language, Aiden. I'm just saying, like, all right. Actually, I want the mouth, and I want you to wear a condom, but I want to get ahead while you do whatever it is that you can do to her cheeks from behind. That's what I'm picturing. We may or may not be on the center, the, the, the center court line of the of the, the late where the Lakers play the crypto arena. Uh, Bro. Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. My fellow South Africans, welcome to the winter. <laughs> this is it. This is the winter. This is the winter we have all been waiting for. Because let's keep it a buck. The last four winters haven't been wintry in nature. Them bitches were hot. Let's keep it a buck. Right? The last four winters, bruv, yo, I was out here chilling Kaskindi. Right? I was out here chilling. Hey, Kaskindi. Sa umbro. Ah. Sa kapa. Ah. I was out here just fucking chilling, taking it easy, rocking a fucking wife beater for cultural purposes. Them four, listen, them past four winters in South Africa, nah, global warming was mad real. Let's keep it about that. Hey, them four, yo, them four winters were peak global warming, peak climate change, bruv. I told you niggas, the winter is coming and God damn it, it's here. I'm happy. Right? It's fucking cold in it. It's fucking cold, bruv. Yo, it's so cold that in some parts of South Africa, niggas got snow. It's snowing in parts of South Africa. Motherfuckers are out here building fucking blue-collar bootleg snowman, bruv. Hey, what snowman are these? What the fuck am I looking at? Huh? What the fuck is this, bruv? Hey, South Africa... Whoa, what happened to the talent? Oh, whoa, whoa, what happened? Uh, did our fucking talent die with people like AKA Desmond Tutu? Huh? Nelson Mandela, bruv. What happened to our talent? Did fucking Hansi Kone die with our talent? What happened? What happened? No? Because, bruv, yo, these fucking snowmen are horrible. These aren't snowmen. Where the fuck are the carrots? Where the fuck are the fedoras? Huh? Bruv, look at... Hey, look at these snowmen, bruv. How about... How about build perfect snowballs? How about that? 
Real snowman on square, bruv. Hey, is this a fucking snowman or are you trying to build a fucking robot made out of ice? I mean, bruv, I'm confused. What am I looking at? Huh? Because I'm young, black, and confused. What the fuck am I looking at? What kind of snowmen are these? Niggas are out here losing their fucking minds in real time over this fucking snow. We've got people having picnics in the snow. I mean, bruv, what's that about? It's fucking cold, isn't it? How about, hey, pneumonia. How about that? How about you die? How about, I'm a cuckoo? What a You feel me, bruv? I love that shit. I do. I do. The fuck are you niggas doing? Huh? Motherfuckers are out here trying to make angels in the snow. I be like, bruh, listen. This ain't in our blood. Okay? We are black. Right? Snow. Hey, bruv, listen. That's not what we do. We don't do snow. Which is why, which is why I'm so fucking puzzled by South African celebrities or popular figures. Influencers? What the fuck are they? Like, like, what's DJ Shimza? Is he a celebrity or, you know? What is he? Hmm? He's just a guy who can DJ. And just so happens that he gets paid a lot to DJ, you know? And I don't, what does he do? I'm fucking puzzled. I'm fucking confused. By South African popular figures. Why? Because these niggas are out here bragging about European snow. And North American snow. Niggas be out here dissing South Africans going, Nah, you niggas don't know anything about snow. They be like, nah, bro, that shit ain't snow. That shit ain't snow. Motherfuckers be out here posting pictures and videos of themselves in Europa, right? In America. Feel me, bruv? They out there chilling in the snow. In these fucking images. In these forms of media, right? Niggas are out here publishing images and fucking videos. Documentation. To prove that, hey, we've been to places that you broke motherfuckers ain't never been at. Right? They be like, bruv, look at me in New York. Right, surrounded and, and covered in snow. My whole swag is shrouded in snow, right? In it, right? Hey, right? Look at me, look at me building fucking snowman and, and fucking castles and pyramids in the fucking snow, having fun in it. Look at the snow. Hey, bruv, look at all that white. Look at all that white, bruv. Hey, we need a fucking snow plow. Right? My dogs, my dogs move so much white that they need a fucking snowplow in it. Niggas be out here bragging. And I be like, what's that about? What's that about? Imagine stunting on others. I mean, I mean, imagine going, hey, my snow is better than yours. <laughs> I mean, bruv, hey, we're in Africa. Okay? We are in Africa, bruv. Yo, snow is as taboo as fucking threesomes. <laughs> okay? Snow is as taboo as the fucking LGBTQI. Bruv, we are in Africa. 
We are in Africa. Snow is a taboo. <laughs> Yo, snow is basically the fucking voodoo in action. These are all fucking facts. All facts. Right? Niggas associate snow with, with witchcraft. Black magic. Something. Yo, something nefarious is afoot. Something weird hand in there. Motherfuckers gonna die. Niggas gonna disappear. It's crazy, bruv. Snow is as creepy as that fucking mountain in Limpopo. That mountain that's out here fucking gobbling niggas up. There's what it is. That's culture. Right? That's black culture. That's what we do. We do witchcraft. We do black magic. We do hate. <laughs> we do VW polos. We do sosh platters. That's what we do. We do hip hop. We do I'm a piano. That's what we do. We don't do snow, bruv. We don't do snow, which is why I was fucking puzzled when niggas were bragging with American snow. Motherfuckers were like, hey, bruv, hey, that shit in South Africa, that's not snow. I've seen snow. I've seen things. I've, hey, I've seen things in London. I've seen things in the Bronx. Right? I've seen white things. I've seen lily white things. Scary things. I've seen cum. I've seen racist. I've seen mega motherfuckers. I've seen white things. I've seen Britney Spears getting smacked up by a fucking security guard. I've seen scary shit. I've seen snow. Oh, I've been in the cold. I've been in the fucking cold. I've seen things. I'm fucking, yo, listen. I'm confused. I'm lost in the fucking sauce. Niggas are stunting with snow. Motherfuckers are using European snow to stunt on Africans for playing in African snow. Bruv, listen, African snow is different from European snow. It's fucking different from North American snow. Our snow, bruv, listen, it ain't that, listen, it ain't that deep. <laughs> You feel me, bruv? Bruv, hey, listen. European snow is basically common. Right? Or fucking KRS-One. Or fucking Talib Kweli. That shit deep. Right? African snow? Bruh, yo. Get bubble gum dieting. Young tall. Get bubble gum dieting, young tall. Our fucking snow is basically Megan the Stallion. Our snow is basically the fucking city girls. You feel me? Ain't nothing deep over here, bruv. It's all surface. It's all bitch this, pussy this, fuck me raw this, big dick this, shoot a nigga this, shoot a nigga that. That's what we do. You feel me? <laughs> Meanwhile, in America... And Euro, bruv, yo, their snow is deeper than deep. Them niggas, bruv, are deeper than rap. Huh? It is what it is. Now tell me, what's deeper than that? Their snow is deeper than rap. What's deeper than that? Huh? What's deeper than that? <laughs> let my niggas cook. Ayo, DJ Shimza, let my niggas cook. Ayo, Kaya Zanga, 
Let my niggas cook. Stop questioning my niggas snow agency. Let my niggas cook. Let my niggas build these bootleg snowman. Let my niggas have fun. The fuck, bruv? These niggas are stunting. We've got bigger problems in South Africa, bruv. Okay? Niggas are you talking about snow, bruv? Nah, we've got bigger fucking problems. Legit. Problems like... The fucking Congress of the People getting deregistered as a political party, bruv. When I saw this shit, listen, I I cried. Okay, bruv, I, I yo, I can't believe this shit. Right, niggas, niggas are on social media talking about Norta. Right, oh he got cooked, oh. Right? Niggas are on social media talking about the new nothing phone. Right, the nothing phone two, which looks exactly like the nothing phone one, but bruv, hey, that's neither here nor there, it's all good. It lights up on the back, it's all good. Right, oh, oh, the LED lights are now a bit different. Hey, listen, it's the same shit, but it's all good. It's all good. Right? While you niggas were out here talking about Kylian Mbappe, oh, he's in Cameroon. Oh, they received them like a fucking god, bruv. Yo, I was out here reading about the Congress of the People. I was out here fucking reading about real shit. Real guys of the game. Motherfuckers like, ha, Musiwa Lukota. What a fucking G. What a G, bruv. Musiwa Lukota is a G because he was one of the first people to jump out the window. Right? He left the ANC. Took a gamble. Risked it all. Started his own fucking political party. And now he has lost everything. Bruv, ain't that, ain't that poetry? Ain't that magical? Ain't that beautiful? Ain't that what life is all about? Life is all about taking risks. Life is all about gambling. Gamble it. Gamble it. Right? If you've got something good, how about risk it? Gamble it. <laughs> Right? Be like my dog, Ivan Tony. Gamble it. Have fun. Gamble it. On a gamble. Gamble it. I love niggas like Musiwa Lukota because he's a lunatic. Right? And you niggas know me by now, bruv. Y'all know that I love and appreciate lunatics. I appreciate motherfuckers who aren't afraid to gamble it. Risk it all. Right, risk it all. Start anew. Fuck your family. Fuck your friends. Fuck your life. Hey, fuck this life. Who gives a fuck? If you die, you die, in it? Jump out the window. That's beautiful. Jump out the window. Right, fuck being PC. Jump out of the fucking Overton window, bruv. Risk it all. Legit. Color outside the lines. Risk it all. History will remember you. All facts. It's all about history. Right? It's all about legacy. It's all about passing your fucking genes on to the next fucking generation. That's what life is all about. That's what we are here for. We are fucking animals. Fuck your fucking paintings. Right? Fuck your poetry. Fuck your words. Oh, I'm gonna write a book, nigga. Nah. History remembers lunatics. 
history remembers motherfuckers who aren't afraid to gamble it. Gamble it. Right? If you fumble it, you fumble it. But gamble it. Gamble it. <laughs> I love that shit, bruv. I love lunatics. I love niggas who aren't afraid to take a risk. Bruv, the SABC News understands that the Congress of the People, COPE, has been deregistered as a political party a few months before next year's general election. COPE was established by former members of the African National Congress, the ANC, in 2008. Bruv, I was in grade 11 when this shit was formed. Right now, fast forward, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and ba hey, ba ba in it. Right? I'm a father, hey, I'm hey, ba hey, ba ba in it. Boom, bye bye in it. That shit is beautiful. Bruv, in 2008, we witnessed the birth of Cope. Right? Now, fast forward to 2023. Cope is. It's dead and gone, bruv. And listen, that's the cycle of life in it. Since I failing say I that's the cycle of life in it. Right? For every start, there's a finish. You feel me? For every beginning, there's an end. For every high, there's a buy. For every ground, there's a sky. And the water, right? R.I.P. Ocean Gate. There's what it is, right? Right? These are all fucking facts, in it? Boom, bye, bye, bruv. 2008. COPE was formed by former ANC members. And bruv, this party had my dog, my G. The top G himself. Musiwa Lakota. At the helm of its leadership. Bruv, that shit was beautiful. While that shit lasted, that shit was a fucking blast. Them niggas had fun. They had a ball. I saw that shit in their eyes. Them niggas had a fucking blast. They had fun. I loved Cope. Them niggas used to pull up in my hood, rocking yellow shirts, driving yellow cars, right? Blasting music from yellow speakers, holding yellow microphones, rocking yellow hats. Bruv, I love that shit. It's all about merch. South African politics are all about merch. Bruv, look at the fucking ANC. Them niggas, yo, they got swag. Ooh. Bruv, ANC's merch, okay? The African National Congress's merch. Yo, that shit is top tier. Them niggas are basically a streetwear brand, right? The ANC is basically Supreme. They're basically PSG. These are all fucking facts. It's all about fashion over there, bruv. They're basically fashion over. <laughs> Oh, facts, bro. Yo, it's all about, yo, it's all about fashion. The ANC evidently is ran by hype beasts. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? My niggas, yo, my niggas from Cope. They gave, they gave my dogs in the hood, bruv, caps for days, bruv. They gave us caps in the summer. They kept, listen, they kept us under, under a fucking shade. Right, they prevented niggas from catching fucking skin cancer and shit. Bruv, they protected the hood. They gave my dogs yellow umbrellas. Bruh, that shit, yo, Ella, Ella, hey, 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 that shit was dope, innit? 
They gave my dogs yellow umbrellas with the fucking Cope logo on them. They protected us from the rain. I love that shit. They gave Cope to the Copeless. Now, bruv, here I am. Here I am. Right? My life is, is fraught with, uh, with uncertainty. Right? My fucking heart is replete. With sadness and sorrow, pain. Because, because cope is gone. All cope is gone. All cope is gone, bruv. Yo, they gave, they gave me a lot of cope for the future. Right? Cope made me believe in this country's tomorrow. They made me believe in South Africa. That your bruv, they, listen, cope, gave me a lot of cope in this copeless world. What am I going to do? How am I going to cope? <laughs> How am I going to cope? How am I going to cope? I can't cope without cope. I need my dog, Musiwa Lekota. I need my God, Musiwa Lekota, to guide me. Who the fuck am I without cope? Who am I? I'm nobody. I don't matter. My dreams don't matter. My hopes don't... My hopes don't matter. Who the fuck am I? Who am I? God damn it, bruv. We should have voted. We should have voted for Cope. Because, bruv, in recent years, the party has been performing poorly during elections. They had dope merch. Right? Bruv, they only managed to get two seats in Parliament. I mean, Jesus Christ. And those seats were occupied by Musiwa Lekota and, uh, and God. Right? Musiwa Lekota and, uh, and Allah. Because Allah sent my dog, Musiwa Lekota, over here, bruv, to be a king. Allah sent Musiwa Lakota to be a king. These are all fucking facts. How am I supposed to cope in a copeless world? How? I'm so fucking stressed. How am I supposed to continue living without the Congress of the people? Huh? How? You motherfuckers expect me to be funny in a copeless world. How? 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 Ha ha! Ha ha, I crack a joke, you're so funny. How? I can't be funny without my dog Musiwa Lakota. Who the fuck am I without Musiwa Lakota? They gave us dope ass merch. Right? That shit was all yellow. Right? With that weird ass fucking South African flag on it. That circular South African flag on it. That shit was beautiful. That shit was fucking avant-garde. That shit was abstract. That shit was creative, brother. I was like, God damn it. Did Roscoe make that shit? Who made that shit? Huh? Salute to the graphic designer. Who made Cope's logo, bruv? That shit, listen, it gave me, it gave me a lot of cope for the future, bruv. Right? Now I'm gonna have to learn. How to cope in a copeless world. Fuck! Fuck! Bruv, yo, it's gonna be difficult. Okay, bruv, I... Listen, I, I don't wanna lie to you, niggas. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I don't wanna lie to you, niggas. 
It's going to be difficult right, to live in a hopeless world. Especially considering the fact that two weeks ago, the party made news when it terminated the membership of its deputy president and one of its two MPs, Madisha. I mean, Jesus. South Africa, can we do, can we do anything right? What are we good at? Huh? Evidently, we are good at our piano, and that's it. All we have is our piano as South Africans. That's it. Which is why niggas are out here defending the origins of our piano, bruv. Oh, my police have created it. Cubs are the small created it. Pretoria created it. Bruv, who the fuck created this shit? Huh? DJ Maporisa, Kabza, who, who created it? And then who cares? You know, who really gives a fuck about the origins of Amapiano when we have bigger problems in South Africa? How about let Sway Lee cook? Let him cook. If he thinks Amapiano is from Nigeria, let him believe that shit. We all African in it. Who gives a fuck? Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, oh, you can't make him a piano without a South African artist on it. Bruv, who said so? Huh? Who, hey, who said so? Who made up that fucking rule? I'm a piano a South African. Therefore, if you want to make an I'm a piano song, call a South African artist. That's weird. That's fucking weird. Right? Because when we make hip-hop in South Africa, we don't call American artists, innit? We just make hip-hop. We just rap. Right? And please don't get me wrong. Feel me, bruv? Salute to the people who created I'm a Piano. Salute. However, I'm pretty sure that those people want the genre to grow. Right? And as the genre grows, you know, other people are going to stumble into it without necessarily knowing the origins of the genre. However, they are going to have an appreciation of the genre. How about let those people cook? Right? And also let the people who know the origins of Amapiano cook. How about just let everybody cook? How about that? Who gives a fuck? We've got bigger problems in South Africa, bruv. Right? We've got bigger fucking problems. And our problems are getting out of hand. For example, one now needs to earn 45,000 rands in order to live a comfortable life in South Africa. 45,000 rands a month. <laughs> That's how much a person needs to earn in order to live comfortably in South Africa. We've got big problems. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the middle class, right? The lower middle class in South Africa earns around 23,000 rands. Go figure, right? Most middle class South Africans earn just 23,000 rands a month. <laughs> While fucking experts now estimate that 45,000 rands is needed if you want to live comfortably in South Africa. We've got bigger problems than Amapiano. These are facts. 
Niggas are out here talking about I'm a piano. Oh, oh, who created it? Oh, Sway Lee needs to give us props, bruv. Who gives a fuck about that shit? Huh? Who gives a fuck? Niggas can't afford to live. Niggas can't afford to eat. It's becoming cheaper to just die. Have y'all seen the fucking suicide rate? That shit is wild. Where it is for every 100,000 people in South Africa, 23 are going to kill themselves. Let that sink in. <laughs> it's crazy. And shit is worse in Lesotho. For every 100,000 people, around 80 are going to kill themselves in Lesotho. The cost of living is getting out of hand. We've got bigger problems than I'm a piano and the fucking snow. Oh, oh, my snow is better than yours. My snow shits all over your snow because my snow speaks British English. The fuck? My snow sounds like the queen. But also your snow is a fucking pedophile because your snow also sounds like Prince Andrew. In it, your snow is inbred. In it, your snow has Down syndrome. In it, your snow is basically alphabet soup. In it, right? In it, it's crazy. We live in a crazy fucking world, bruv. Buckle the fuck up because the SABC is coming for us all. Where it is. A total of 44.2 billion rands in TV license fees is owed to the SABC by around 9.2 million South Africans. Bruv, hey, you ain't getting it, innit? You ain't getting the 44 billion. 44 billion? Bruv, these niggas are charging us to own a TV. Well, huh? These yo, imagine paying a fucking license fee for a TV. Why the fuck are you charging me for owning a TV? That shit is crazy. That's insane. Motherfuckers want to charge South Africans for owning TVs. That's wild. Salute. To the 9.2 million South Africans who aren't paying the SABC salute to y'all. Y'all niggas are my G's for real. Facts. 44.2 billion rands in TV license fees. How about go fuck yourselves? Dear SABC, go fuck yourself. How about that? Meanwhile, the fucking CEO earns around 4 million rands. And the fucking COO earns around 5 million rands. What the fuck is going on over there? Nah. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. We ain't paying that shit. Like my dogs at Al Nasir. Right? FIFA has banned Al Nasser. Or is it Al Nasir? From registering new players after failing to pay add-ons that are owed to Leicester City as part of the Ahmed Musa deal. Niggas ain't paying for shit. We ain't paying that shit in it. We ain't got no time for that dumb shit in it. 
Jesus fucking Christ, bruv. But who created Amapiano? Sway Lee, call the person who created Amapiano. Give them props. Show them love. Show them love. There's no time for that. Feel me, bruv? There's no time to show each other love and all that shit. Because the world is a hateful place. There's no time to sit in circles, holding hands, throwing up peace signs, singing kumbaya, rocking fucking tie-dye garbage, looking like kaleidoscope dreams. There's no time for that shit. Because the world is a hateful place. We all belong in tiny little boxes. Right? I identify as this. I identify as that. I'm a fucking left wing motherfucker. I'm a right wing motherfucker. We all, hey, we all belong to a fucking team. Right? It's the fucking footballification of life. Shout out to my dog, James O'Brien, for that fucking term. Right? Footballification. James O'Brien came up with that shit. LBC, LBC, LBC. Facts. Facts. The world is unkind. Okay, bruv? Ain't no time to sing Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. No time for that shit. Feel me, bruv? Ain't no time for that shit. Love is dead. Love is gone. Motherfuckers don't even celebrate Valentine's Day anymore. Right? Who cares about Cupid? Hmm? Who gives a fuck about Cupid? Evidently, nobody cares about Cupid because he's a baby and he's naked with a fucking bow and arrow in hand. Nobody cares about his safety. Nobody cares that he's gonna fucking catch a cold. Nobody gives a fuck. Right? He should be rocking a onesie. Looking like my kid, bruv. My kid is out here rocking a little tiny inty winty bass suit. Looking all fucking cute. Looking like a little fucking kabi-yabi-yabi in there, bruv. Hey, that's how Cupid should be looking. But nobody gives a fuck about Cupid. Right? He's out here flying around, showing people love. Helping people to fall in love. But nobody cares about him. Has anybody ever asked him, hey Cupid, how do you feel? Who do you love? Huh? Where's your mom? Where's your dad? Do you have a family, Cupid? Do you? I, nobody gives a fuck about Cupid. I mean, bruv, his name is Cupid. Right? It sounds like stupid. It's right, it's right there. It's right there. Who gives a fuck about Cupid? Nobody, fucking nobody, bruv. Cupid should be rocking fucking Calvin Klein underwear. He should be cozy. He should be comfortable, but nobody cares. He has no fucking blanket. He's a baby, bruv. He's a baby, for Christ's sake. Jesus Christ. Nobody cares. Okay, bruv. There's no love. I mean, bruv, look at my dog, Jonah Hill, and his ex, Sarah Brady, some fucking surfer chick. I mean, bruv, Jesus. This bitch dropped personal messages between her and Jonah Hill, right? She dropped them on fucking Instagram, 
for all the world to see, bruv. And everybody started fucking dissecting that shit. Oh, Jonah Hill is controlling. Jonah Hill is toxic. He's problematic. He's an asshole. He's abusive. He's a fucking emotional abuser. And my nigga Jonah Hill was like, listen, life is all about merch. And he dropped merch. Right? He dropped merch because that's what life is all about he learned from the best he learned from my dog Musiwa Likota. it's all about coping isn't it right we all cope differently <laughs> in 2023 bruv listen hey respect how i cope and listen i respect how you cope all facts some people eat a lot right then they get fat Feel me, bro? That's how they cope. Some niggas just fucking munch away their problems. That's how they cope. Let them cook. Right? And of course, you know, racist motherfuckers, you know, they get ripped. Because according to MSNBC, right, being fit is, uh, is far right. Right, basically, MSNBC believes that if you are fit, you are basically a Nazi. Fitness is now one thing with Nazism. Right? Fitness is now synonymous with Nazism. That's where we at. They pulled up last week, MSNBC and bruv, they dropped a following tweet. Right, well, the tweet was off a fucking link to their website, obviously. And they captioned that bitch with the following caption. And I quote, The far right's obsession with fitness is going digital. End quote. Hey, hey, listen. Nobody cares. Nobody cares how you feel. Nobody cares what you believe. Because in this world, in this reality... People's opinions about you way more than your fucking idea of yourself. <laughs> okay, bruv? What you think of yourself and how you present yourself to the world, that shit doesn't matter. How people process you and how people view you in this world matters way more than what you really are. Welcome to 2023. Maya Angelou once said, hey, when people tell you who they are, believe them. But evidently, in 2023, that shit is out the window. It's out the window. Nobody cares about what you really are. Right? Nobody cares about what you have to say about yourself. Nobody cares about that. Everybody cares about what everybody else thinks of you. Not what you think of yourself. <laughs> right? Nobody cares. I mean, bruv, yo, my dog Jonah Hill went from being one of the most loved people of all time to now being the most hated. Right? In a matter of days. <laughs> he was one of the most beloved people on the planet to now basically being Andrew Tate. Welcome to 2023, right? But my dog understands that it's all about the merch.
right? He has a fucking clothing brand and he dropped some merch as a response to his ex-girlfriend, right? And the merch have the words, and I quote, complete unrelenting control, end quote. Amazing, right? And the caps are yellow on brand, cope. He's coping. He's coping. Right? Everybody's like, oh, evidently Jonah Hill wanted complete, unrelenting control over Sarah and Dondoni's life. Bruv. Hey, Sarah was out here spiraling. Spiraling. She lost her shit on social media, bruv. She was out here wilding, just dropping everything. Oh, look at this text. Look at this picture. Look at what he said over here. Look at what he said over there. Meanwhile, my dog Jonah Hill was out there chilling, working on his merch. Right? Because, bruv, when you're a designer, when you're a fucking artist, yeah, listen, you gotta put the fucking art first. Okay? It's art number one, the bullshit number two. You see that? You see that? Art number one and my caca, hey, number two, isn't it? Right? Yeah, yeah, you see that? All the bullshit is for the birds, isn't it? Right? Who gives a fuck about this surfing-ass bird? Bruv, hey, merch first. And bruv, listen, listen. If one was to read those messages, I mean, hey, Jonah Hill is just being clear. Right? He's just being honest with Sarah Brady. Right? And bruv, by the way, yo, how white is that name? Like Sarah Brady. I mean, bruv, yo, that's the whitest name of all time. What's whiter than that? No, South African snow, isn't it? Right? But I fucking digress. My dog Jonah Hill was just keeping it a buck. He was just keeping it a buck a roo. A buck a roo. Hey, bruv, my nigga was like, hey, listen, hey, Sarah, listen. Okay? I'm a simple guy, right? So if you need the following, hey, I'm not your guy, right? He, he gave her a fucking list and he said, if you need the following, right? And I quote, if you need surfing with man, if you need boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with man, if you need to model, if you need to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, if you need to post sexual pictures, if you need friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, listen, bitch, hey, I am not the right partner for you. Okay, I'm not your guy. Right? If you want to chill with, with women who are in unstable places. <laughs> I'm not your guy. Okay? I don't fuck with women who are in unstable places. Hey, if you've got friends in unstable places, I don't fuck with them bitches. So please, hey, I ain't your guy. Don't date me. Don't be with me. Okay, if that's what you need, if you need to chill with bitches who are in unstable... Hey, not your guy. <laughs> okay? This nigga right here 
What's the fucking yo-yoing weight? Hey, my weight keeps going up and down and down. And this, I'm not your guy. Okay? Not your guy. I'm not the right partner for you. If these things, if these above things, if the, if the things I've listed bring you happiness, listen, I support it. Okay? And there will be no hard feelings. These are just my boundaries for romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. You chill with bitches who are in unstable places like South Africa. Right? Oh, I gotta surf. I gotta surf in the Cape of Good Dope. Hey, hey, nah. You know, hey, listen. I, I ain't your guy. Okay? And, and you're not my girl. Okay? <laughs> Wildin'. Right, listen, hey, listen. My nigga Jonah Hill is a bit, you know, he's a bit insecure, right? He's a bit insecure because he found the girl, right, as a surfer, right? And uh, he found the chick showing off a fucking ass. Like, that's how they met. You met her like that. You found her like that, right? She was out here surfing up a storm. Showing off a fucking booty fucking... You know what I mean? Hey, listen. This what it is. Right? Ass, hey. Ass out. This what it is. Sansa banza. This what it is. Right? She was out here just showing off a booty. Hey. Hey. This what it is. Right? 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 She's fucking flashy. Feel me? And by flashy, I mean, you know, FLE, right? F-L-E ass age, right? Hey, right? F-L-E. Right. She's fucking flashy and that's what she does. That's her job. You feel me, bruv? Surfing, hey, listen, you you are basically just all flash and, and nothing else, right? Just all flash. Right, that's what surfing is all about. Your, your, your skin gonna be, you know? Hey, if you wanna show your fucking booty, hey, I ain't your guy. I ain't your guy. So yeah, bro, he's fucking insecure a little bit. Well, a lot of bit. However, I, I you know I, I get him a little bit, you know. And on top of that, I don't believe he was being, you know, abusive in any way. He was just saying, "Hey, listen, if you want to do all these things, I, then you know, we are not compatible. There's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with telling a person that, hey, listen." We are not compatible. What's wrong with that? Huh? What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Right? That's what life is all about, isn't it? There's nothing wrong with that. Feel me, bruv? We live in a crazy fucking world. I mean, bruv, planet Earth saw its hottest days in recorded history. Right? Two days in a row. On July 3rd and July 4th, 2023. Right, where it is, those days were the two hottest days in Earth's history. But, you know, in South Africa, you know, we got the winner. So, it was cold. Right, colder than a motherfucker. Feel me, bruv? 
You live in a wild fucking world, bruv. My niggas are attacking uh, Jonah Hill and, uh, and Kiki Palmer's boyfriend. Jesus, pray for my dog, bruv. You know, pray for my nigga Darius Jackson, bruv. Everybody's out here attacking him. Oh, oh he's trying to embarrass Kiki Palmer. Bruv, nigga, no. My nigga Darius is trying to protect his family. Bruv, we live in a crazy fucking world. A world where a man, right, who's out here just fucking trying to protect his family, who's trying to keep his family together, gets attacked for highlighting that, hey, something is wrong, right? There's something wrong in my relationship. Listen, bruv, I get it. I get it, you know? It's, it's, it's a bit weird that he chose social media to address his wife. However, however... You know, his wife was out here dancing with, uh, with Asha, with her ass out. And Asha was looking at that ass. Asha wanted to tap that ass. Asha was out here serenading Kiki Palmer. Right? They danced a little bit. And I'm pretty sure Asha was fucking horny. And on top of that, Asha has fucking herpes, bruv. Hey, that's neither here nor there. However, my point is, my point is, Kiki Palmer did all of that. Right? On a fucking public platform. Right? That video of Kiki Palmer and Asha went viral on social media. So my dog Darius Jackson chose social media to address the video. Because people were asking, Ayo Darius, are you comfortable with this shit? And my nigga was like, nah. Nah, you see, bruv? See? Jonah Hill was right. Right? If you need, if you need all of that shit in your life, if you need Asha serenading you, checking you out, hey, not your guy. Not your guy. <laughs> hey, hey, if you wanna, hey, if you want Asha to share his fucking herpes with you, hey, not your guy. I'm not your guy. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, listen, if if you want the game, if you want the game, <laughs> if you want the game to tap that, not your guy. Not your guy. I mean, bruv, look at fucking Lena the Plague and fucking Adam 22. I mean, you know, right? You know, Adam 22 is out here just basically selling his wife. He's like, hey, yo, Kai it. Dude, you want to fuck my wife? And Kai's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And evidently, when a nigga does that, motherfuckers celebrate that shit. Right? These fucking social justice warriors be out here celebrating. Oh, oh Adam is, is progressive. Oh, Adam gets it. But when my dog Jonah Hill pulls up and says, hey... If you want to hook up with, with a black porn star who has a giant dick, I'm not your guy. He gets attacked. Right? He gets attacked. Hell, I'm not your guy. If, if you want to surf your way, if you want to surf your way all the way to OnlyFans and get piped down by a black fucking giant motherfucker with a giant ass dick, I'm not your guy. When you say that, there's something wrong. Right? 
when you say that. Hey, I'm not your guy. You can fuck whoever you want to fuck. But how about, how about don't fuck those people whilst in a relationship with me? I'm not your guy. I'm not that type of guy. If you want, hey, if you want to fuck whoever the fuck you want to fuck, how about hook up with a nigga like get him 22 because that's your guy. That's your man. That's your guy. If you want to get piped out, how about hook up with a nigga like Adam 22. I'm Jonah Hill, bitch, and I'm not your guy. Not your guy. There's nothing wrong with that. My nigga Darius Jackson is trying to protect his family. And by the way, FYI, Darius Jackson, bruv. Hey, that's one of the blackest names of all time. Legit. <laughs> right? Darius Jackson is the African-American equivalent to Kolani. And Sbusiso. And Nkosi. <laughs> right? A nigga, yo, a nigga named Olani Nkosi. Bruh, that's so basic, isn't it? That's so black. That's black right there, bruv. That's super fucking black. Darius Jackson. Right, Darius pulled up and said, listen, hey, I, I didn't appreciate that shit. Right? And now motherfuckers are attacking him for saying that. Oh, you're trying to embarrass Kiki Palmer. No. Kiki Palmer embarrassed my dog Darius Jackson first. Legit. And of course, right, because, you know, it's all about the merch. Kiki Palmer dropped some merch, right, in response to uh, Darius Jackson questioning her agency, right? And the merch have the words, right? Right? Listen to Yo, and I quote, I am a mother. End quote. The merch has the words, I'm a mother. And of course, you know, the mother is spelled as Mota, right? M-O-T-H-A, right? Mota. And the motherfucker's gonna pull up and say, yo, Maui, it's Ebonics. It's Ebonics, Maui. Okay. I, right? It's, it's, it's just wild. It's fucking wild and bruv. Yo, a few days, right, after fucking Asha tried to pipe down Kiki Palmer, he moved on to another victim. Well, two victims. He went on to try to fucking serenade Saweetie. And Saweetie, evidently, she looked high and, and she wasn't impressed, right? She was out there trying to be friendly, right? Just singing along or dancing along to Asha's music. Whilst rocking shades. And then chewing her fucking gum like a lunatic. I, I mean, you know. Right, and then uh, Asha tried to... Uh, to serenade uh, Winnie Harlow, um, Kyle Kuzma's girlfriend, and I, and Winnie Harlow was like, nigga, nah. I, I, nah. And then she jumped on top of Kyle Kuzma for protection. Right? That's a real queen right there. That's what real queens do. They hide behind their fucking kings. When fucking savages, a.k.a. Charnabellas, like Asha, Try to scoop them up, right? Like tin roof ice cream, innit? Real queens 
hide behind their king. That's how it works. All fucking fact. Bruv, listen. We now live in a world where people just defend garbage for the fuck of it. Right? You niggas are just defending all of this fucking shit for, for shits and giggles. It's weird. You know? It's weird. That Kiki Palmer video is inappropriate. Facts. Right? It's just facts. She's in a relationship. And motherfuckers are out here bringing fucking postpartum depression into the fucking equation. I'm like, yo, what does postpartum depression have to do with this shit? What does PPD have to do with this shit? Huh? What? It has nothing to do with this shit. Oh, black women usually have postpartum depression. Let fucking Kiki Palmer just have fun and blah, 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 blah. I be like, bruv, hey, the truth of the matter is Kiki Palmer is in a relationship with somebody. And she disrespected her relationship with that person by dancing with another man in a seductive fashion. These are just facts. With her fucking ass hanging out. It has nothing to do with her being a mom. I'm not saying, hey, you a mother. You know, dress appropriately. No, I'm not saying that. Right? Dress however the fuck you want to dress. But the truth of the matter is, Kiki Palmer is in a relationship and she was out here moving as if she's not in a relationship. That's, hey, those are facts. That's the fucking truth. You feel me, bruv? And that shit would bother any man. I don't care how progressive you are. You feel me? Inasmuch as it would bother any woman. If Darius Jackson was the one who was out here dancing with some random R&B bitch, Tinashe, right? Everybody was going to be up in arms. If she was out here, if she was out here dancing with some random R&B bitch, Nicole Shetland, right? If, yo, listen, if everybody was going to be pissed off, right? And I'm pretty sure most of y'all were going to be out here defending Kiki Palmer. I mean, bruv, we saw Chance the Rapper dancing with some fucking big booty bitch at some fucking carnival, and everybody was pissed off. Right? This is a similar situation. It's, it's just fucking weird, bruv. And motherfuckers be like, oh, that's a false equivalent. It's not. It's the same thing. Both these people are in relationships. Both, both these people are fucking parents. Same shit. Feel me? Just live in a weird fucking world, bruv. You know what I mean? Bruv, we've got bigger problems. In South Africa. Okay. We've got cold fronts. Out here wilding. Meanwhile. Summer heat waves. Have killed around. 61,000 people. In Europe. I mean. I mean wait. But. Wait, last year. Wait. Summer heat waves. Killed 61,000 people. In Europe. Last year. I mean. You know. These fucking seasons. Are just gonna kill us bruv. Climate change is mad real. Okay, bruv, climate change is mad real. 
We need NATO to protect us from climate change. All facts. Because everybody's joining NATO, bruv. Evidently, they know something that we don't. Right? And salute to my dogs in Sweden because Turkey has agreed to stop blocking Sweden's NATO bid and uh, they will work to ensure that the country's ascension happens in the near future. It's a beautiful thing, bruv. Right, Erdogan has agreed to send Sweden's NATO membership application to parliament for ratification. It's incredible. It's beautiful. And evidently, it's extremely bad news for uh, Russia and Vladimir Putin. Right, because he thought, you know, the Turkish, you know. The, because Turkey is weird, right? They're members, you know, of NATO, but, you know, they're very friendly with the Russians. Putin thought, yo, Turkey, you know, the they are friends. But evidently, you know, that's not true. We live in a crazy fucking world, bruv. How about take care of your kids? Right? Educate your kids. I mean, bruv, look at Vietnam. Vietnam has one of the best schooling systems in the world. And evidently, it has helped its economy. Bruv, yo, take care of the kids. They are the future of this bitch. Legit, bruv. Stop killing the kids. Stop poisoning the kids, literally and figuratively. Facts. Stop poisoning the kids' minds. Right? And most importantly, stop poisoning their bodies. Bruv, poisoned cough syrup killed kids. <laughs> That's a fucking headline. Poisoned cough syrup killed kids. I mean, bruv, yo, 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 this shit is hard body, innit? it? This is the craziest headline of all time. Poisoned cough syrup killed kids. Bruv, toxic chemicals were found in Indian produced medicine that led to the deaths of dozens of children and it revealed how poorly the country's pharmaceutical industry is policed. This shit is heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking story. Of kids dying because of corporate and individual greed. I told y'all niggas. Corporate greed. Right? Corporate greed is mad real. Cough syrup tainted with cheap, toxic industrial solvents. Right? Murked dozens of kids. It's insane, bruv. Insane. India, yo, India is a wild fucking country. However, make no mistake, the whole world is vulnerable thanks to the global supply chain and the push for profits. Everybody's chasing money in it, right? Everybody's chasing money, bruv. Everybody's out here just spending billions trying to get a leg up because when you get a leg up, guess what? You make back those fucking billions, right? Ten times, a billion times more. Fact, right? I mean, look at the fucking EPL. Look at the teams with the highest net spend in football over the last decade. Bruv. Manchester United is at the top with 1.1 billion pounds spent over the past 10 years. And bruv, they achieved nada. Manchester City is second. These niggas have spent 985 million pounds in 10 years. PSG, third. They spent 940. Barcelona, 
fourth. They spent £650 million over the past 10 years. Arsenal is fifth. They spent £583 million. Bruv, listen, North London forever, ain't it? North London forever because we now have the second most valuable squad in football. Right? Our squad is now worth one billion pounds in it. Right? And we only spent around 500 milli. Man City spent 900, uh, 900 milli. <laughs> Just to have a squad worth 1.1 billy, bruv. Hey, it's a beautiful thing, bruv. What a time to be alive. Arsenal is here. We're cooking. It's a beautiful fucking thing. Right? PSG. Spent 940 million pounds and they still haven't won the fucking Champions League. And now Kylian Mbappe is wilding. He said the following to France football with regards to his chances of one day winning the Ballon d'Or. And I quote, do people downplay my performances? Yes, but at the same time, I don't blame them. And I myself downplayed what Messi did, what Cristiano did, what the great players did. Why did you do that? We live in a consumer society where the emphasis is on that's good, but do it again. I think playing for PSG doesn't help a lot because they are a team that divides, a club that divides. End quote. We live in a divisive world. Division is a part of the fucking culture. It's a part of who we are. Right? There's no time to be out here holding hands. Right? Hugging each other. Kissing each other. There's no time for that. Right? Oh, oh salute to the people who, who founded I'm a piano. Salute. Right? We, we can't keep on doing that. At some point, hey, it just it just becomes weird, isn't it? We can't keep on saluting the founders of something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. A couple of days ago, I made a video where I was asking, how do you guys know that I lied and what is the proof of that? And I just want to, you know, point out this comment up here. Um, and this was the most common one that I saw where the reasons why people um, have this thing that I lied is because of the voice note 
which is a recording. It's not a voice note. It is a recording. Now, I'm not making this video for anyone but the Zamar Nation, for the Zamartians, the people that support me, for people that have stood by me, people that probably have heard and listened to the voice recording and just been like, what the hell? Now, I couldn't listen to it for a very long time because everything was still raw, you know? Um, but now I have had an opportunity several times to kind of just listen to it and now I can actually give you guys context of what it was really about and what it is about. Now, just quickly, right, because I've done this part so many times. There was myself, that guy, his producer, um, one or two other people, and somebody who drove me there um, in that apartment. That apartment is in Midlands, right, where this recording was taken. I was not aware that I was being recorded. And so, obviously, um, even the way... I am communicating it's really not with the 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 knowledge that I am being recorded in any way now this was in 2018 there was a vocal performance by me and I did not want my vocal performance on his music I did not want my vocal performance on anything that he was doing at the time and so I had sent an email to my publisher I had cc'd his producer that had produced the song or so to my knowledge had produced the song and I had basically said you have to remove my you know um, vocals I'm not giving you permission to use my vocals and if you continue and you do not want to remove my vocals then I will sue you which is what is what what happens I'll just give you a little background on how the music business works. So we have composers, we have writers, we have all sorts of people. And these people all get rights, right? So when I perform a vocal on a piece of music, um, that is my intellectual property, which means I'm the only person that can give permission to have it used. So if it gets used outside of me giving permission, that is an illegal use. And that was basically And I was trying to get your attention. How can you get, try to get my attention by sending Raf that? Why couldn't you call me and say, take out my vocals? I didn't have your number and I was not willing to talk to you. If you were not willing to talk to me, so I So where did you get my number now? I got it from Bombs. Because I couldn't stay anymore. So, so why didn't you not tweet me or send me a DM? Because I won't. I was adamant to not be the first one to reach out when you are the one that did not even try. So, if you're saying you're trying to get my attention by sending that to Ralph, now because we deleted the song, what must happen? Yeah, I'm talk. I'm done, I'm coming. Why did you delete the song? Because the song doesn't exist anymore without those harmonies. But why would you delete it? Why wouldn't you try? You see, this is the thing. Why, why trying to get someone else to do it? No, why don't you try to talk to me? That's what. I, that's all I wanted is to get your attention. To get you to talk to me about something. And your first thought is to just delete the stuff instead of actually just reaching out to me yourself. And say what? And, and, say, and say, hey, I don't like this. You have no idea 
Instead of just call me. Call and say what? And say I don't want to delete the song. And I want you on the song. And tell me that you care about me. You said you're gonna sue sure. us most if we use the your vocals. But you could have that was to get your attention. Like you really don't see that. So I had to make a part two because I was too short. So basically that's how it works. I have to give explicit permission that they can use my vocals. It doesn't matter who it is. I have to give permission to use my vocals, right? To use my, even my words. You, you gotta give it intellectual property. So at that time, because I wanted nothing to do with that person, I had said that if you do continue to use my vocals, I will sue you. And I'm heard in the voice clip saying, I did that to get your attention and that is 100% true because if somebody is not responding to you saying I don't want you to use my vocals please delete them the only other way you are able to usually get their attention outside of a personal connection is to alert your publisher and to let them know that your publisher is aware of such things you understand so for people who might think that oh my gosh I'm making this up no I'm not there was an email sent and that email was there, which is probably, allegedly why I was being recorded because it was now a legal matter. Why did I not reach out to him personally? Um, because of the, comp the nature of that engagement, I, I had no desire to be um, doing a back and forth, you know. Um, it's a very complicated thing to go through a trauma. Um, but I did try with all my heart and soul to find ways of, around it and in places that I couldn't, I just couldn't, I failed. You know, also considering the fact that I genuinely had always blamed myself and felt like I was the reason why I was in that situation. That something that I had done was, um, was the reason why I was in that thing to begin with, you know. So the voice notes, as you guys call it, the voice recording, which it is, does not link to the case in any way, um, in any sort of way, you know. That was 2018. The ordeal happened in 2017. Um, I opened a case in 2019 about, that was like an entire year after that recording. And on top of that, like I said, the last time I'd seen this person was like mid-year going into the third quarter of the year. Um, and I opened the case in the fourth quarter, you know, like it was November, October, November, should have been November. Um, yeah. Something that's always disturbed me though is how that voice recording was leaked strategically to make me look like a liar. Yesterday, Kevin Durant said that I was a trash comedian. I'm like, what did he say fuck me for? Dad, bro, why you get personal? I ain't talking about that monstrosity sitting on top of your head. I kept it basketball. You said that offense wins championships instead of defense winning championships, and I disagreed. I said it's probably the thinking that you have is why you haven't got close to competing for a title since leaving Golden State. Because during Golden State's run, they had a top three defensive efficiency. That's a fact. 
Since defense isn't as important, explain this to me, Eddie Kane Jr. In the modern era of basketball, the Hall of Famers with the most titles? Kareem, Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, Kobe, Tim Duncan. They have at minimum eight all-defensive selections. Not a bunch of scoring titles between all of them. All have a significant amount of all-defense selections. You know what Kevin Durant has never had? I know you're thinking waves, and you're right. But Kevin Durant has never had an all-defensive selection. The funny thing is, the only team that has had a bad defensive efficiency and still won the title is the 0-1 Lakers. And they had Kobe and Shaq. And ironically... Both of them were all defensive selections that year. So even when there's a bad team defense, you still need your best players to be top tier on the defensive end. But I'll do you one better. You know who put an end to that Lakers dynasty? The Detroit Pistons. Our only Hall of Famer on the team is Ben Wallace, who averaged a whopping six points a game through his career. Defense. But I wouldn't expect you to know anything about defense, Kevin Durant, because playing defense takes heart. And after you joined the Golden State Warriors, after losing a 3-1 lead to them, we all knew you didn't have heart. Instead of wanting to run it back, you went ahead and joined the team that knocks you out of the playoffs. But my question is, why would you join them if scoring is what wins championships? Because you were the leading scorer in the league the year before that, and Russ, your teammate, Won the scoring title the year after. You, The two best scoring dudes in the entire league was on the same team. Why would you leave? And even though you were supposed to be the best scorer in the league, you were up 3-1. And what did you do in game five? You went 12 of 31 from the field. What did you do in game six? You went 10 of 31 from the field. So either the Warriors locked y'all up defensively to get past you, which would make defense more important, or you're a choke artist. Which one is it? Which one is it? And then you have the nerve to name yourself Easy Money Sniper. You know what a sniper is? A killer. You know what a sniper is? Accurate. Those are two things you are not whenever a team is dependent on you to carry them to victory. You miss everything. That's why it makes sense that you went over to Golden State. They had already shown that they were killers and that they were winners. See, you only look like a killer whenever other killers are already in the room with you. You're like, not a sniper. You're the dude with the pea shooter. You just add a little bit on top, like the nigga in Harlem Nights. See, in the game of basketball, when a team's best player gets hurt, the team suffers tremendously. When you got hurt in the playoffs when you was with Golden State, they still won the Western Conference Finals. They still went on to the Finals. And if Klay Thompson didn't get hurt, they probably would have won without you. Which is what Draymond told you to your face when y'all were arguing. That they were winning before you, and they'll win after you. And you left Golden State after that. And what they do? One without you. Because they didn't need a peace shooter. See, Kevin, you're just a scorer. And not only are you a scorer, you're a scorer who doesn't score whenever your team needs you to score the most. See, if offense was what it took, then Mike D'Antoni would have several rings. That Phoenix Suns offense was the best offense I've ever seen in my life. They got Steve Nash, two MVPs. That's twice as many as you, by the way, Kevin. Why doesn't Steve Nash have a ring? He doesn't even have a finals appearance. 
but you believe that offense is the way to go. So when you left Golden State, you went over to the Nets and you had them hire Steve Nash as your coach. You're the best scorer. He was on the best offensive scoring team of all time. All this offense, you added, you know what I mean, James Harden, and you added Kyrie Irving. So much offense. Why you get swept in the first round of the playoffs to the defensive-minded Celtics, Mr. Offense? Explain it to me. Explain it to me. The only thing in that series that was more abysmal than the aerial view of your scout was your shooting percentage in that series. But even though I've given you all these facts, you probably still disagree with me because you're an idiot that doesn't care anything about facts. So you're going to continue to stack your Phoenix Suns team with a bunch of scores. I suggest all you scoring niggas focus on the defensive end because your scoring is good enough that you're going to score anyway. That's how you win a title. But go ahead, try to outscore everybody. And you and your cradle cap will be sent home again in the playoffs. Y'all save all y'all money, all y'all lives to come here. Hmm. <laughs> Let me be the one to break your bubble. First of all, Paris stink. It smelled like piss, cheese, and armpits. Child eating the damn pigeons was crazy. And ain't nothing to do but eat at cafes. You will see a cafe on every corner because there's no activities here and the food is so mid. That's why there's hella fast food, American fast food chains, because their food don't taste like shit. And that shit look grimy as hell. Paris look grimy as hell in dungeon. Post-apocalyptic, everywhere you go, it was graffiti. The buildings weren't inviting, they weren't welcoming. It was actually a horror sight to see. Like, this was shocking to me. They will never show you that this is what Paris really looks like. In the Eiffel Tower, child, this was the trail to the Eiffel Dam Tower. This was the most hype shit I've ever seen. Outside of this tower, ain't shit to do. There's no mime culture. They don't know how to capitalize off their culture. It's just this damn tower. That's it. At six, I was molested by my mom's friend who was at the house a lot. So my mom was an alcoholic. Uh, and then... Sorry. Yeah, so that happened at six. And then I was sent to Africa to learn discipline. Um, and then I was sent back. Seven, I started smoking. Eight, I started dealing drugs. Selling drugs? Selling drugs, yeah. <laughs> An older person told me that they wouldn't stop a kid on a bike, so I'd ride around with my football. And then underneath, I'd have the drugs and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so that was eight. Eleven, I was hung off a bridge. By who? Uh, a guy from the next estate, a man. And then, yeah, twelve, I was adopted, so. And from then, it was like, I was adopted by an amazing family, like I said. I couldn't have asked for better people to, to do what they'd done for me as out of the social media. Other than that, I'm going to go and say, 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 I'm going to go and say
just because of little things, they didn't keep it on the low. 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 Sometimes, but keep it on the low. That's my message to you. And for those also that have achieved, I'm not eating you guys jealous. Yes, show us your success. We are inspired. We love seeing your success because you inspire us. But then again, you must know the other side of the coin is also coming. The more you give us, the more we expect. The more we expect, the more you putting yourself under pressure. The more you can't deliver anymore, the more now you're going to have to live a lie. When you live a lie, now you're lying to yourself. And you end up we are recipients of a legacy of the greatest player in the world that started at Newell Old Boys. Went to Barcelona, ended at PSG. But today, it sits in the hands of Inter Miami and its fans. I would like to introduce to you your number 10, Inter Miami's number 10, America's number 10, the best number 10 in the world, Lionel Andres Messi. Messi was greeted on stage by co-owner and president David Beckham. It marks the start of a busy week for Messi, which will see him have his first training session later today before his potential debut on Friday. Messi posed for photos with his new number 10 jersey as fireworks were set off to celebrate his arrival. Thank you very much. First of all, I would like to thank all the people of Miami for their welcome and love since I arrived in this city. I'm very excited and very happy to be here in Miami. Everything has been spectacular from the moment we arrived. I can't wait to start training and competing. I'm here with a desire I've always had to compete, to want to win and to help the club continue to grow. All right, so the internet has heard the story of the woman on the plane with the reptilians. But thanks to her delaying the flight, I just got home, so now it's my opportunity to tell my side of the story as the guy in the hoodie. So we're attempting to fly out of Dallas-Fort Worth, and then basically this woman, she sits next to me, and she's clearly been drinking. I'm minding my own business, and sure enough, she sees my hoodie that has this Freemason logo on it. And on top of that, she noticed my ring, so she started to ask questions. Nothing dramatic, just ask me, do I know what these symbols mean? Why am I wearing it? What's the purpose? Yada, yada, yada. And long story short, I basically just say, hey, I'm a Freemason. I even briefly explained how I educate about Freemasonry here on TikTok. Next thing I know, she basically starts to grill me about low-level Freemason and that it's all Satanism and that it's ruled by reptilians and blah, blah, blah. So I simply put my hood up and I started to ignore her and basically just mind my own business. She starts getting louder and louder, and then basically she's like, you know that they worship Lucifer at the top, right? So I, I looked at her dead in her eyes, and I said, I am Lucifer. I heard one individual laugh behind me, so I figured somebody got a kick out of it at least. 
She starts running up and down the aisles, freaking out, saying I'm a reptilian and then all this other stuff. She's going to get off the plane, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't show all the footage. It just says that she's trying to get off the plane because of, you know, I'm not going to say it here on TikTok. I don't want to get banned. But then also talking about how, like, I'm secretly also trying to take over the world. So I looked back at the guy that was basically chuckling before and I winked at him. So I basically whispered something under my breath saying that eh, Freemasons don't care to rule the world. We rule the universe. And I looked back at the guy that was laughing before and just kind of winked at him because he started laughing again. Well, I didn't think that she could hear me, but evidently she did and it actually escalated it even further and then they delayed the flight and so on and so forth. So moral of the story, don't believe everything you hear on the internet. And Freemasons don't care to rule the world when we rule the universe. When Going Great sent me to check out the first Canadian International Teddy Bear Convention, I thought I was in for a lot of craziness. Why are all the bears' first name Teddy? What college did he go to? Paws Preparatory School. Paws. <laughs> Here he is, wearing his t-shirt. Oh, there we go. Paws Prep. Oh, rah, rah. What do your friends think about you collecting bears? <laughs> I've been looking all over for you. We gotta go down to the Bears Only Cafe and talk bearsness. Listen, you know that Bears Necessity Contest? We've got problems. So listen, we'll go down, we'll talk business, and hey, everything will be okay. I love this guy. Oh, she's so cute. Look at that. You're not a bear. Well, as Graham Abbey says, if the bear fits, where you guys i literally did not want to come to the internet and i'm just tired of saving face for this man that's completely disrespecting me to the world and i literally have to take this every time i come on the internet people are bashing me because of this man literally and i'm tired of it he knows he he said he's gonna send me sixty-two thousand dollars. i have yet to receive that since june i'm literally here like he's literally a liar you guys, everything he says, he's a liar. He's not who he says he is. I've literally been saving face. I did not want to come to the world and let you guys know what he has been doing to me, my entire relationship with him. He is a woman beater, and the NBA needs to know this. <laughs> I literally did not want to come to this because I know he has so many endorsements. But Zion Williamson is a woman beater. And the reason he was paying me off is so I won't come to the world and tell everybody. <laughs> when we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. I really do not like Hollywood. It is not for me. The, the business really scares me. I understand that I'm a part of that business and I enjoy my kind of interactions with it. But that said... I am always looking for ways to kind of remove myself from it, to kind of just live as normal a life as possible. Today, doing this is a very rare thing for me to do. Yeah, I definitely think it has been an ongoing thought, which is don't lose yourself. I've seen so many people come before me and lose themselves. And I've had friends that I've grown up with that aren't friends of mine anymore because they've lost themselves to this business. And... I just am really, really keen to focus on what makes me happy, which is my family. It's my friends. It's my carpentry, my golf, um, the charity that my mum runs like that is the stuff that makes me really happy. And that's the stuff that I should protect. My relationship is the thing that I keep most sacred. I don't talk about it. 
I try my best to keep it as private as possible. We both feel very strongly that that is the healthiest way for us to to move on as a couple. Um, so I do try to keep as removed from it as possible. Like you'll never see me at an award show that I don't have to be at. I'm never going to a red carpet event that I'm not in the film of, you know? I don't want the attention when I don't need it. Hi, so I wanted to share with you guys an incident that happened in Vegas that a lot of people are talking about. And I heard on the news, um, this radio station talking smack and talking shit, that's why I'm addressing it, um, saying that I deserve to be smacked, security was doing their job and protecting their client. Um, I've been with the most famous people in the world in sync at one time. Girls would like literally throw themselves at them on my way into the place. Actually, I was knocked down by like three 12 year olds trying to get my picture. My security not one time touched them or even came near them. Um, point being is um, I didn't appreciate the people saying that I deserve to be hit because no woman ever deserves to be hit. I simply tapped him on the back and I was backhanded, hit my face, came back on the floor. My best friend picked me up and held me. And um, I did get an apology um, at my table 30 minutes later, um, but I have yet to receive a public apology. That's it. Question, um, Mr. Adam. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> like, are you like genuinely okay in that? Like, genuine question, bro. Are you fucking psycho? What What is the thing that you think makes me psycho? I mean, you let your wife literally get trained by a black guy, bro. Like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> it's just one guy. It's not really a train. <laughs> Hold on. Who oh, in their right mind is fucking you? First off. Second off, if I wanted to, I could easily fuck your bitch. And I put that on my mother's life. Wallahi. Fuck you. I don't think you got it in you. Yeah, I don't got it in me. I will beat your ass, bro. You won't. Yeah, okay. All right, bro. So, um... You mailed than me? Uh, no shit. I'm rich. I'm religious. I'm a good How kid. How are you rich? You're 19. Trash bag okay. as a backdrop? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I have a higher net worth than you unless you got really really don't lucky care. On don't Bitcoin. care you're gonna burn in hell you have literally no morals and your wife's a whore i said it i don't give a fuck there, there a is no whore. hell okay if, the, i'm gonna do great in the afterlife and my wife is a beautiful queen neon okay cool so you're you really think that her value i think you're actually more that dramatically entering her besides my own huh you really think that one cock entering her depleted her value that dramatically? Yes. <laughs> I can assure you it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, it, it was wasn't. Yeah, deal it wasn't that big. Yeah, letting your wife get trained by a 10-inch fucking... <laughs> I can't say that word, but... In yeah, yeah, no one's watching that shitty fucking podcast. You have to get your girl fucked because that podcast was dead. It yeah, was dead. It was dead than me when I beat my tumor. Fuck you. Oh, I actually saw the video released yesterday. I saw it. Um, first of all... Wow. Um, second of all, who whose idea was it to end an Okay, so I guess her had been stretched out in a while. So being I was doing all the stretching, it's like my starting to get numb. And I was like I was like, yo, we have to keep going. It was going so long that it was there was, there was nothing I could do. It was like the the numbness I didn't I didn't notice and I'm like, yo, it's about you know, and then hey, it, it happened, it happened. So the was not planned. Nope. But then she got freaky with it. She started eating it, you know, doing the nasty. She got into the moment. 
You know how it is once you get into the moment. It's like, you know, it's all, all no holes bar. Let's go. Do you think that you f***ed her better than Adam did? Well, obviously, yes. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he probably felt different with Adam for her because love is involved emotions. But as for the physical aspect of getting f***ed, obviously. <laughs> she was sore for a few days. I, I can see that happening. Did you know that kind of If you watched it, you would have seen it. Then I actually was nice. I was actually nice. I was kind of like, I was gentle out there in the streets, you know what I'm saying? I could have I ramshacked the whole situation, but I, I took it nice, you know? You know, you, you get a regular glizz for seven years, and you, then, you, then you get mine, you know, you can do some damage with that, so you got to kind of... You gotta pump the brakes sometimes. You gotta pump the brakes. Everybody wanted to go in there with the glizzy destruction, destruction. But I didn't, you know, I, I didn't hit it with a level with a level eight on, of ten glizzy destruction. I hit it with like a, like a 5.5. I'm saying, but if we shoot again, I might, I might, I might hit it with a 7.5 because you know I got to one up what I did the last time. Great right at it. I told you a nine. No, I had to be, I had to be gentle. You know, I couldn't. She ain't had no MGH like you know. She had the same the same blizzard for seven years. Can you come you know, it's regular. Then she get mine, which is like two of what she been used to. I couldn't just destroy her like that. It's not fair. Would you, Arsenal? I've spent one hundred and five million pounds on Declan Rice. If I had uh, money, uh, why not? I, I had to cope with no money at all, and uh, so you have to find a different way. Now, uh, Arsenal is in a good financial situation, and uh, they bought what they think will win them a championship. I think it's a good investment, and uh, overall, uh, I've, personally, I think they've made good buys because they are all players who are now mature, 23, 24, and still young, so they can stay together for a few years. And of course, they will be more under pressure this year than the last year. And, uh, but uh, they have learned a lot last year, and uh, they can show they, uh, they can deal with that kind of pressure now. Okay, okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. Steady strokes. He's giving her, like, right now she's getting penetrated about 12 to 18 inches, okay? He's mixing it up. Couple mid strokes, couple short strokes, then a couple deep strokes to get her right. Okay, her eyes is starting to kind of look he's like taking she's taking deep breaths. Yeah, she's taking deep breaths. She might be going in and out of consciousness. As a referee, we got to look. Should we call it? Let's see what's going on. She's caressing his chest. She's rubbing on his muscles. She's rubbing on muscles that Adam don't even have. Okay, bet. I bet. Oh, is that the side of his face? Oh, my God. What is he saying to her? Oh, he's talking her through it. You can do this, baby. He's like a midwife. Oh, she's yeah. grabbing the ankles. Yes. Oh, he's no, she's grabbing the ankles. That's the first team G. Yeah, done a little bit of work in it this morning. To go to the to the training pitch, it's through through here. Yeah. And they're going to show you a little bit more from from the other side, but this one. Let's go this way. You see, everything is, is very integrated. Yeah. You see the gym, uh, changing room. room here, and the physios. I was in here. Mm. 
of who you are, what you are, and who you represent. So when you look at these pictures here, like it's like the trophy, the players that have won stuff for Arsenal, how much it means. Like it's what we're aiming to do again now. The next one, going to get the next number, and then forever. So yes, yeah, like your legacy number. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we have with England as well. Exactly, exactly. So you get one. Wow. So here we have the same. Amazing. But it's good though, like you said, the academy, the women, they're all together because it's not enough of that anymore. Do you know, like the young lads come in, see the first team players. When you're here first time, see how together everyone is, see the history of the club. Yeah, I'm buzzing to be a part of it now. Yeah! My children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on, all right? That's not happening. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready to, I, I will call every- That's three minutes. You've, you've gone past your time. It's a policy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll see y'all on Monday. Maui. My beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar bitches. Stop shooting up my house. A cornucopia of jewels. Might as well, might as well, might as well, might as well.